The holidays are here, and this year, there's no better way to share the magic of the season than with a festive bouquet from 1-800-Flowers.com. 1-800-Flowers has holiday bouquets guaranteed to make everyone on your list smile. Right now, you can get 24 holiday light roses for just $39.99. Send a Merry Christmas with 1-800-Flowers. To get 24 holiday light roses for just $39.99, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. What's good, ladies and gentlemen? You are listening to Sideline Talk. I'm the humble beast, unashamed herd. What is y'all? Alan Shane, the place to be. What it is, it's your boy Ryan the Wings, aka Lemon Pepper King. Lemon Pepper! Yo, let's get straight to it. Um, I Listen, I'm going to get the, the other sports out the way because I'm so hyped for football season. This is going to be a football show. Just to let y'all know, right off the bat, um, one of the goats of the NBA is now gracing the sideline as an assistant coach. I know. I said. I said. I said. I'm getting other sports out the way. Okay. Oh, Tim Duncan, congratulations! He's an assistant coach for the San Antonio Spurs. God bless you and yours. Cool. Cool. Manny Pacquiao over the weekend. Woo-hoo-hoo. I ain't gonna say shock the world because a lot of people. Like, man, Pacquiao should beat Keith Thurman. Well, everyone would say Thurman should win because he's 10 years younger and in the prime of his career, 28-0, 22 knockouts, one of the best welterweights. He should beat him. Myself and the guy to my left, nah, taking Pacquiao. And quite a few people I know in, in the boxing circle who, like, studies the sport and trains, Pick Pacquiao to win, and Pacquiao did what we all expected. Look good. Look good. Now, with that being said, they asked Pacquiao, huh? Pacquiao got the old man stuff. Not, yeah. And he got old man chin. Old man strength and chin, because he got caught with some, some stuff that probably would have hurt somebody. Yeah. But I, I think it was divine intervention that stepped in, where he didn't really feel it. Like, he walked through a couple of them right hands that uh, Keith Thurman threw. I don't know if Thurman's strength is getting weak or he ain't got what Madonna smacked Pacquiao with. Because it was some flushes like like the Humble B said that he shouldn't have walked through. That he was like, you got me. Come on, let's go. I'll I do it again. Or he just walked away, make sure he got his composure right, right, and then went right back to it. Right. So, but the fight was great. Pacquiao did an amazing job. Um, They asked him what's next and all, and... Um, one, I don't want, I know people want to mention it. No, 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 hell no. Floyd. Right, no Floyd. Come on, Floyd retired. Let that old man be. He we don't want to. Right, and we. Exactly, and Floyd, Floyd is the older fighter. Right. Floyd was the old, he's always going to be the older fighter. And he made Pacquiao look like a B-level fighter. I'm going to say C-level like he did Arturo Gotti. Floyd, I mean, you see, class fight. I'm gonna show him. Right, or even Canelo, right? 
Like, he made Pacquiao look like, like, bro, you ain't even on the same level as me. So we don't want to see that. Pacquiao throw three combinations, only one punch. Right, nah. And then that's. And then Exactly. No, we don't want to see that. And also, I do not. It, even though it looks like because Pacquiao got one of the WBC times, I do not want to see Pacquiao fight the winner of September twenty eighth, Earl Spence versus Sean Porter. I'm sorry. I, no. Now, if Pacquiao was ten years younger, please, I welcome it. I still probably would pick Spence, but it'll be a huge fight. Yeah, it'd be a mega fight. It'd be a huge That'd be fight. yeah. Because Freddie Roach in his corner and he was doing what he was right. doing ten years ago. Like even even now, I think it'd be a, a big money fight, but it's gonna be so one sided. Like when you look at Earl Spence, is just a big welterweight. When you a big welterweight, a student of the game, a true boxer. Who definitely can brawl, and your intentions every time you step in the ring is man down. And we just seen what you did to your friends. No, no, it's not. It, it won't look good for Pacquiao to fight Earl Spence. Not at all. Even if somehow Sean Porter was to beat Earl Spence, I don't even see Pacquiao fighting. Sean Porter's a good look. I think Porter knocked him out. Nah, I don't know. That nigga lost the last fight. Nah. Hey, you guys, you guys is tough. Like, fight. Don't even fight you guys. Hell no. Don't even fight him. He right. Not Pacquiao. Just hang it up. No, we done. We done. We done with that. That. I got that out the way. I got that right out the way. Um, as we transition to the NFL. Every America's third favorite team this upcoming season. I'll say that it might even be their favorite team this upcoming season. Cleveland Browns. Odell Beckham Jr. said he's chasing the GOAT. Wanna play the next ten years or more. He's playing until he get that twenty three thousand yard mark. Odell, bruh, as good as you are, that's one record that you won't sniff at. Not even close. Especially when you've probably been hurt the previous year. He's been in the league five years. He has 5,476 yards in his career. He got <laughs> he got played twenty three years and averaged a thousand yards <clears throat> in the AFC North, <clears throat> bruh, bruh. Let alone, I'm glad he ain't missing touchdowns. He went straight to yards. Like yo, I think in Jerry Rice's first five years, it was something stupid. His first five years is probably like unreal. Like. Maybe not his first year, but like his second year on, it was like, whoa. But I just don't see Odell. I, I, I respect his aspirations. 
and you got to set the ball somewhere, and I respect that. Um, but I think that's one of them records that is going to be hard to beat. If I would bet that no one breaks Jerry Rice's record as a receiver in my lifetime. Yards, no. Touchdowns, sure. Moss was Moss was close. Moss and T.O. was close. What, Jerry Rice's first five years? It is ridiculous. You're right. Look at his first five years. All right. Like you said, 1985 was his first year. He had uh, 49 receptions, 900-plus yards, three touchdowns. Eighty-five. And he, he started he started he started four games that year. <clears throat> his second year. Exactly. <laughs> his second year. His second year. Fifteen games started. Eighty-six receptions. Fifteen hundred yards receiving, and fifteen touchdowns. His third year, he only he only started he only played twelve games. 65 receptions, over a thousand yards, 22 touchdowns. <laughs> no. Look, he had a down year, 88, with 64 receptions, 1300 yards, nine touchdowns. But then backed it up the next year after that, in 89, with 82 receptions, 1400 plus yards, 17 touchdowns. So Yo, you got in five years, right? Yeah. So he, and this is the eighties, <laughs> right? In the eighties. So if just just trying to guess, that's roughly around the same numbers that Odell is at. In a sense, it's like it's over five, maybe close to six thousand yards, right? For his first dry right. You said nine, fifteen. Uh, well, the first five years he had fourteen hundred, thirteen hundred, a thousand, fifteen hundred, and nine hundred. No, that's over, yeah, it's about over six thousand. 65, yeah. Odell behind the eight ball already. And then nigga it's, yo, and it's... 1,200, 1,499, 1,800, 1,200. He got hurt in 97, then came back with uh, uh, 1,100, 800, yeah. 1,100. And when you look at Antonio Brown's numbers and where he at in his career, he has a long way to go. But his numbers is incredible since he's been in the league. Like, yo, that just shows you the greatness of Jerry Rice. Just innovative at that time. Like you say, in the 80s, about 1,500 yards. It's incredible. Eight hundred and thirty-seven receptions for eleven hundred yards and seventy-four touchdowns. And what do you what do you use this? Eight eleven thousand yards? Yeah. Yeah, so like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. This will be year ten for him. And Jerry played twenty-two years and it was productive. Now, A B's work ethic and the way he took care of his body, he could play twenty plus years if he wanted. And his talent, he would be the only one. I hate to do this because we haven't seen him yet with his quarterback, but it's a big difference. Right. With Ben and with Derek Carr. Or they, yeah, Derek Carr. Yeah. 
Yeah. And but some would say. Right. Right. And some would say because the majority of Rice's career, he had. He went from Montana well, to Steve Young. Young. He had three MVP quarterbacks. Montana, Steve Young, and Rich Steve Gannon. Had, yeah, right. And he had Jeff Garcia. I think Jeff. No, no, no. No, he left and went to Oakland. Right. He was at Rich Gannon. Rich Gannon. Yeah. So, I mean, not a Hall of Famer, but he still was MVP. Right. With, now, with, uh, Derek Carr is super talented. So, like you say, it remains to be seen. I, I don't think he's going to take a step back. I just think his talent is that damn good. Yeah, it's not a knock in his talent. Like I said, I think Pittsburgh has one of the top five lines in football. No, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. You know, the reason why I wouldn't say that is because that would discredit the ability. One of the greatest things about Ben Roethlisberger. Exactly. And he's always escaping something. You feel me? And that put, that plays in point to why you, why you say is like Derek Carr's not Ben. Like a lot of those times where well, yeah, Derek Carr's not Ben. Yeah. But again, Ben has been playing yeah. Without being hit as much because his line has gotten better. I wouldn't even say his line got better. I would say his reads been quicker. With Bell coming out the back. Yeah. Of the yeah. I would say that. And, and, see, and he hitting a lot of the, the slot receivers. If not top five, top ten. I don't think, yeah. think Oakland's line is anywhere. No, no, no. It's not. No, no, no. It they definitely on, got a better line than Oakland. It depends on like how you rate them. Like overall, over, over the Raiders, yeah. Yeah. Passing, pass blocking team, not really. Run blocking, you can yeah. say, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, whoever is that pretty much, I feel like, whoever at the running back position, oh, they're going to thrive. Right. And we just seen that with DeAngelo Williams, with Connor, with AB, I mean, um, with Bell. It, it just shows that their fundamentals or whoever's coaching the offensive line is doing a good job. Right. And then, not to mention, you got guys like DeCastro and Ramon Foster. That's consistent. So... I'm excited. Real quick, Look. while we still on this on this receiver um, conversation, I think the only person who would have been close to getting that mark would have been Larry Fitzgerald if he had the right quarterback his whole career. And that's why, and that's why he's dope to me. <laughs> Larry Fitzgerald has switched quarterbacks so many times. I think he had like seventeen quarterbacks by now. He, 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 he don't, and the crazy, he don't every last one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Can't forget, he don't every last quarterback. His yard is just sixteen thousand two hundred seventy-nine yards. That's why, to me, he he's the goat to me. I respect. I love Larry. I respect him for that. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say he's the goat based on the yeah. I definitely respect him for that. He, he and mine. the fact that you know wide receivers as being the diva position, he never said one word right. about them at all. And then, like, what I love the fact that late in his career, he adjusted to the slot and became one of the best slot receivers in football. That's hard to do when you being that man on the island taking triple teams and still putting up 14, 1,500 yards. It's crazy. He was able to put two in. Yeah. Yeah. That was a nice little deal. I'm glad that Anquan. Yeah. No. No. Anquan was first. Because Anquan came out in like 2001, 2000. 
Yeah, Fitz was like Fitz. Fitz like our age. Cause remember he was on the uh, 04. He was on the four type of. Uh, yeah, yeah. I used to go nuts on that. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Oh, that's probably why it is. I'm a big Fist fan. Washington, Pittsburgh. Unreal. 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 All right, shop of the stoppers. Oh, you about to say something? All right, you got a shop of the stoppers. I seen one you put up. Well, I mean, it was not necessarily. It was more of a group shop of the stoppers this season. Oh, okay. All right. The AFC? AFC and NFC. Um, okay, so AFC. In the north, I had Odell Beckham. No debate. In the south, I had uh, Nook. No debate. Um, AFC East, I put Julian Edelman. Debate. The fact that they don't know if Josh Gordon or their plan for Josh Gordon. They have never seen the Taylor Harry. Still a debate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it should be Antonio Brown. All right. So you you could debate a couple of them. A lot of them. I I'll definitely say Odell Beckham. To me, that's no debate. Because when I look at production, um, hands, routes. Putting them all over the field, clutch moments. I like Odell. Like AJ Green would be a close second, huh? Not even, not even that. But I just feel like AJ Green. To me, AJ Green is really good at taking advantage of small corners. Because when I see AJ Green matched up with big guys like, um. Jimmy Smith, he's erased. When I seen him with Brandon Carr, he's erased. Like, guys, like, when Ike Taylor had him, like, he wasn't, like, going nuts. But when you put him, and then and Cincinnati move him around a lot. You put him in the, one of them little slot corners, it's barbecue chicken. I don't give a damn how good you is. So, that's why I get the edge to Odell. Um, oh, Edelman. Edelman is Edelman's my man. Edelman, he's my guy. But I'm picking a wild card. I'm picking Robbie Anderson for the Jets. I don't think a lot. I think a lot of people don't know nothing about him because he he played for the Jets. But I think Robbie Anderson got the goods. Robbie Anderson reminds me a lot of. I don't know if that's his official mentor, but he reminds me. Who I think is his mentor. He reminds me a lot of Chad Johnson. A lot with the footwork, with the routes, like the hands. Robbie Anderson is nasty. And like John said, fantasy owners know about Robbie Anderson. Yeah. But other than that, A B, he like he the second best receiver in football. And look is the best. 
I ain't got no beef with that. AFC and North is hands down AJ Green. I don't base off of talent and what they can do from previous years. I know chemistry wise AJ Green and Andy Dalton what they can do in the AFC North. I don't know what Baker Mayfield and Odell can do. What they what they promise to do is one thing. Right. What right. you do on the field and that right. I know you you have a shaky offensive line. I know I don't forget that. So you have a shaky offensive line. You got to spread the ball around. I mean, right now, A.J. Green is always going to be the number one option in Cincinnati. So, I for, feel like... For at least half the year. So, right now, I feel like off of chemistry alone and what you have to offer, A.J. Green is the best receiver in the North. Um, of course, we don't have to talk about the South. I feel like, you know... Yeah, that's dead. That's, <laughs> that's, that's why dead. he skipped over it. That's um, dead. T.Y. Hilton would be the second best, though. <laughs> For me, Julian Edmonds. <clears throat> no, not yet. Mm-mm, not yet. They all young. Yeah, they got DZ. They got DJ Chalk. They young down there. Um, Marquise Lee is the is the main guy. He the one. Marquise, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. I like CD. I like I CD a lot. But I ain't, I ain't putting Corey Davis up there with T.Y. and, and look, hell no. <laughs> I think that young boy's going to be a problem, too. But they got too many damn receivers that I like. And, um, it's not a bad time. Yes, it is. Because it's bad. It's bad because they don't get a lot of burn. Tavon Taylor. See? But I like Tajay Sharp. You see? And they got him down there. And then they got A.J. Brown. Like, what the fuck? You need A.J. Brown. And take one on the NCAA, and you got Rashad Matthews to see a lot of field time. Let Mario go have one with this other like, yeah. what, I mean, uh, a passing this year, see what it's happens. It's crazy. Um, I got a question about that, too. You just reminded me of the Saturday. <laughs> of course, I feel like Julian Edmond coming off with um, Brady alone makes him the best receiver in that position. I understand with Anderson Dove in the field, mm-hmm. he probably needs a little bit more opportunity mm-hmm. to shine a little bit right. better. But right now, I say, like, right. I feel like. When you once you take out Julian Edmond and out on the third down and especially on crucial downs, it's hard for that team to get going. So it, right now, I feel like he's mm-hmm. the best um, receiver in that team. And in the West, I feel like until Ty Hill does it again, Keenan Allen is the best receiver in that motherfucking division. Because you got to see that straight. I got to see that straight. I get it. I get it. And yeah, I went straight off. Right. Right. And that's why I was saying about. Odell. Right. I don't know. I mean, you, you right. off the line is way harder. So right. Who say uh, Derek Carr for LS don't get hit again? Exactly. So that's and why I feel like right now Keenan Allen is the best. And player. I appreciate because we had two different totally approaches. I went straight off of talent and ability. Right. And he just factored in everything. What was the NFC list? Um, okay, I'll start with the North again. Um, if AB wasn't. Yeah, Keenan Allen is the best. Uh, <laughs> NFC South. Uh, you said uh, th- you said Thielen in the yeah, north. Thielen in the north. Okay. Um, Julio Jones in the south. Okay. Amari Cooper in the east. Um. And Cooper Cup in the west. Y'all gonna call me crazy? North. The north is is 
The No Fry got the best group overall. When you think about all the teams, mm-hmm. they probably got the best like four out of the, the four. Like the South is dominated by two teams. North, you got Thielen, you got Diggs, you got Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller, and, and you got Devontae Adams. Okay. Lord have mercy. You feel me? Nah, don't get it twisted. Hell no. Devontae Adams, yeah. And then, like, you got sleepers like um, Marvin Jones. You feel me? Like, that's that's a solid four teams with, with guys. Almost 83. Right. That three is that three is mean. I'm a, I'm gonna go this route. I'm agree with you. I'm gonna disagree in the north. I'm gonna give the slightest the slightest of edge to Devontae Adams. The slightest, and you know I love Adam Thielen, but I just think Devontae is it, and he's he slept on heavy. I like, I, yeah. It was pretty much. He's. In digs. Yeah. Like, I go Devontae in the north. In the south, call me crazy. I'm taking Michael Thomas. Just going into this year, I'm taking Michael Thomas. And the only reason, no, in fact, and the reason I'm, the biggest reason I'm taking Michael Thomas is because the touchdowns. Like, Michael Thomas is going to see two and three people. He's going to catch a damn ball and get a touchdown no matter where he at. So, I'm going to get the slightest edge to Mike. Damn. Um, the West. Who you say that West? Cooper Cup? You ain't going to get me to argue that. I could say Robert Woods, his teammate. I love Cooper Cup. I think Cooper got I think Cooper Cup and total package. Who else is on the, no. who else is out there? Seattle. Yeah, we got Seattle. 49ers. 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 What's up with Tim? Larry Fitzgerald is still out there. I understand that. That's that's what Tim said. He was like, Larry Fitzgerald retired on his post. He's like, Fitzgerald is still out there. He is. I'm going with Fitz. Understand that, but he's got yo. It's, Al, it's eighteen quarterback, yo. I don't so give like, a damn. It gotta give at one point, yo. The quarterback, like, Al. Have you seen like thirty nine? Al, years. I implore <laughs> you. We play. We play the Cardinals. All right, going to the game. Yes, and my birthday weekend. I'm getting tickets because it's my birthday weekend, and it's like Fitzgerald. I gotta see this. I got you too. Like <laughs> Fitzgerald is still the best. To me, in that division, yeah. Oh, oh my God! Yes, yes, yes. It's gonna be a show. Yeah, I gotta go with Fitz. I gotta go with Fitz. Damn, I gotta go with Fitz. Oh yeah, it's not even close. I'm just talking about like overall talent and ability. I still go with Fitz. But he's but he's doing it. They gotta give it something. Yep. <laughs> until he until like Johnson until he break, it's going to Fitz. <laughs> Who was the other one I forgot? West East East. Amari Cooper, Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson, 
Um, who are the skins? Who the skins got? They got a, they got rookies. Paris Campbell about to go nuts over there with them. Not Paris Campbell. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. No, Cole, no. What's the other court? It's Jameis' homeboy. He was another um, Ohio State player that went there. I can't believe his name. Whatever. Right. So I can't go right there. What's the other team with them? Sterling Shepard. Yeah. Golden Tate. Yeah, I'm going to Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. It's not even close. It's not even close. Amari Cooper. Yep. Mm mm. I got the, um, on the north. I got Devontae Adams strictly because I don't believe in the quarterback in Minnesota as much as I do in the quarterback in Green Bay. That's fine. That's exactly why I picked Thielen. <laughs> <laughs> Other than Thielen, the man. I mean, man. I picked Adams, but I love Thielen. It's been times where I've seen Devontae Adams at a young age, and as soon as he got in the league, he like take over games. Yeah. Like, Damn, he just came to stick. But now I see when it's time to shine in certain aspects of the game, I don't see Thielen shine. I see him get shut down. Not because he's – not just because he, he's been covered because he's not that fast. It's just that he just don't show up at times. He drop balls or he just – he don't fight as hard. Um, the South, that's tough. That's tough. But Michael Thomas, but I'm going to still say Julio. Julio just opened up so many doors. And he still get the numbers, even though the touchdowns don't mm, don't hit. But mm. I feel like uh, mm. Devontae Green mm. comes back. That should open up way more doors for Julio. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna say Julio. Matter of fact, I gotta give it to Julio. That's, I gotta I gotta come back and give it to Julio, only because what else is around him? It's really not his fault that he ain't getting the touchdowns because he got. They probably got the best trio in football. At receiver. Because you can't guard Julio one-on-one. You ain't guarding Calvin Ridley one-on-one. And you damn sure ain't doing with Muhammad Sanu. Like, yeah, I got to give it to Julio. I got to give it to Julio. Because <laughs> Justin Gabriel got paid off of that thing. Right. Yo, <laughs> that's, that's squad. That squad crazy. And then the, cool, the quarterback fire. Jeffrey, I still feel like uh, Amari Cooper is the better receiver in that league. Have mercy. And um, technician, boy. West, um, I would have to do split with Fitzgerald and um, what's the other receiver? Brandon Cooks. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. split between them two. Because mm-hmm. Fitz, if he had the chemistry with the young boy and he starts throwing that rock. You can see something special. I mean, right now, Brandon Cooks and took that helped every team that he has been on at least follow the playoffs into the Super Bowl. Brandon Cooks, he a straight X factor, and I've seen it more consistent with him than I did without a tie hit. Mm. That's no shot. I mean, that's just that's what good. he's what he's done production wise. You know the crazy thing though, if Doug Ball when they get hurt, I would have. It'd be hard not to pick. That that'd be my tie. That'd be my tie. Yeah, Fitz and Doug Baldwin. Like Baldwin. Man. 
he was hurt. He tried. He tried. I feel bad for the Seattle players. I'm happy for the ones that got out. Because <laughs> Cam, injury, his career done. Baldwin, injury, his career done. Bobby Wagner, yeah, hold on. <laughs> hold on, Bobby. <laughs> you see, Earl was like, oh, hell. You know what? Low key, this injury might be the best thing that ever happened to me. Let me get the hell away from here. <laughs> they, they ship Richard Sherman away. Lord. Uh, OKC that made it championship wise, but didn't hold it. Right. 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 And, you know, getting a piece with, you know, requiring people and stuff like that. Right. That foundation. And once they achieve their goal, this shit crumbles. That's how I feel about OKC and Seattle as a mix. I mean, they lucked up for third round picks or later. I mean, they made guys, they made like, the most of it. Getting guys like Cam and getting guys like Richard Sherman in the fifth round. Yeah. Russell Wilson in the third round. Made the most of it. Yeah. Got respect. You mentioned something earlier about Mariota. You yes. want to bring come back to that point? Yeah. Um. So this is pretty much a make or break year for Mariota and Jameis Winston, correct? Yeah. Some would say. All, most of us would say. What would be their second team? Could you imagine them on another team with the talent that's coming out? I don't know who Jay thinks is the talent that's coming out of quarterback yet. Mm. You got Tua, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert. You got Tua, you got Justin Herbert. The Georgia quarterback, yeah, from right. From, I like the kid out of Houston, who's another one of those type of dual threat quarterbacks. Is they gonna let him play quarterback? They're gonna do him like the other quarterback from Houston and make him a wide receiver, Greg Ward. <laughs> And I see them on another team. Like if you're, or basically if you're Tampa Bay or Tennessee, do you let them walk? If I'm Tampa Bay, Jameis Winston should have been walked. Do you, without a contingency plan, though? You have no backup plan for him at all. What you mean? You don't have a backup plan. You ain't no backup plan when they was dead, so I'm not letting the nigga walk now. Well, we had fits. And when Fitz was in the game, Tampa Bay was winning. And then we brought Jameis back, and Tampa Bay picked in what a top ten. So I'm gonna let Jameis play. We gonna pick in the top five, <laughs> and hopefully we get two. <laughs> so, I think I think they move on from Jameis. Either way, either either way. Hopefully Jameis get his act together. But I just think he made too many crucial mistakes when the game. Like, Jameis can throw you into a game and throw you right out of it, like, on back-to-back drives. And that's not franchise material. That's Josh McCown type of material. 
You feel me? Like, that's Ryan Fitzpatrick type of stuff. He look amazing. Next thing you know, like, dang, what the fuck was you doing? I got more faith in, Mar- in Mariota than James Winston, to be totally honest. And it's been that way since I watched him play in the, uh, the title game. I was like, both of them ain't really like that, but like, y'all talking James, the little organ kid, all right. So. I have more faith into the Tennessee organization to keep Mariota there than I do than James Winston. I can see James Winston on another team, to answer your question. I feel like Tennessee was going to do everything they can do to try to keep Mariota there by adding the pieces around him to see if they can get something done. You add A.J. Brown, you add Corey Davis, you got the running game, you had the offensive line. It's now time for him to step up and do something. I feel like they, by them going to the playoffs and – and beating the Chiefs that one year, I think they're going to hold on that a little longer than what they probably should. But I think right now I, I see Mariota going, being a backup, and then trying to steal somebody's spot on another team than I do Mariota. But I, me personally, I feel like both of them should, you know, hit the bricks. Because mm. I'm just trying to figure out, I don't see them starting for another franchise. Or being a number one sought after free agent for another franchise, but with these quarterbacks coming out over the next few years, maybe maybe I ain't watching them enough yet on the scouting tip. The top quarterbacks don't really move me anyway. Like only one I'm really intrigued by. It's Tua. And that's mainly because of what he, what he, you know, his mindset. Recently he said, you know, it might sound weird and coach might be mad at me, but I'm glad we lost. So that way he can, you know, he can grow from it and, and see. So I'm, I'm intrigued by him to see how his bounce back. But, like, skill set wise, I'm not really ready to put any of them, like, I'm not as high on any of them like how I was with Baker. Like, even Kyler Murray, I was like, damn, he really good. He little as hell, <laughs> but he really good. Like, the other ones, I don't really, I don't see it. They throw him a little bit too inconsistent for me. Yeah. Even guys behind him, like Trevor Lawrence. My cousin brought it to my attention. Like, is he really that good, or is he, or is it his receivers, and his and it's his coordinators? Because when you think about Trevor Lawrence, what throw has he made you like? Damn, that was really good. When you think about it, when you think when you think about it, his receivers are wide open. Well, I mean that's even the Dabble. That's what I'm saying. System. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, and, I mean, it, I'm not going to knock Clemson for wide receivers. Like, right. That's what that's what I'm saying. So we don't really don't know. Even the white boy Renfro. Right. Right. Renfro. Right. Right. Like wide open. Like. Open. Right. Yeah. What you mean good? Because I thought it was Tom. He's like a Tom Brady type of receiver. That just short as hell, white. Catch those little mm. passes to take it. Well, he got the game-winning touchdown. 
Right. Uh, like, so I don't know. Mm. I, me, when it comes to Lawrence, I feel like if he plays seven on seven, the high he feels, he's not touched. He, yeah, he can throw that shit anywhere. But if a, if a if a corner is playing tight, he don't have that type of mindset to throw it in the window or throw it a precession pass that cleanly yet. And when when the defensive line is in front of him, oh hell no, he frail up. He fr- no, he frail up. It's been some games. What's the what's the game when they was uh in trouble when he they thought he got hurt bad. Nah, it was uh in the middle of the season, but. They already had uh, sat the black boy, and they had to bring somebody else in. It was a team that shouldn't have been nowhere near beating them, but they was giving them problems, and that's because he was running for his life. When he run for his life, he ain't there yet. But it's not like Alabama don't have a good front. No, 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 no. I'm talking about there's been teams that's gotten in front of his face, and once it, once, once that's, he just he just frail up. And the Alabama thing, that's different. I think that's we seen y'all uh, what three years. I seen y'all three years. I know what to expect. You know what I mean. We well, you know how to neutralize y'all, and we might got the best receiver in the in the in, in the country. Might. No, Clemson saying they might. The way they ran through it, I think Jerry Judy is a monster. I've been saying Jerry's monster since high school, but but what's the boy? I think it was like a freshman last year for Clemson. They had the they had the one. Can't think of. It. <laughs> Lord have mercy. So I don't know. I'm I'm happy for football season. Super excited. It's here. Like when you think about it, we watch fo- football is gonna be on TV next weekend. Mm-hmm. Hall of Fame game. game is on TV next weekend. Yeah. Versus, no, Denver, Denver versus, versus Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, Hall of Fame game next weekend. Thursday, August Saturday. So no, that's the following weekend. Next, what are you talking about? Next weekend, next weekend. right? This weekend is twenty seventh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we play the following weekend. <laughs> The Ravens are in that following week. I think we play that Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, August 8th. We play. Yeah. Mm. Any thoughts on this Ravens open camp this week? What bat- What battles are y'all looking forward to? Definitely. That's a better question. Saturday, what are you looking, for- looking forward to watching? Uh huh. I want to see how we're using Justin Hill. Okay. Um, I want to. See, I mean, you ain't gonna show up for every game, but just see how, see how he is and what he's doing his thing. Is he as explosive as I scouted? Gotcha. Um, Boykin versus our corner. No matter which one you match up on, there's there's three of them. That Mm-hmm. So, see how rookie versus that. Um, what are they doing with the third quarterback? Lucas Glasses. Mm-hmm. If he gets some sneak stuff going. Um, looking 
rush other than Judon, that battle between Ferguson and yeah. the, the whole conglomerate. A whole bunch of people, I think. Yeah. His ass me all over the field. <laughs> <laughs> John, what, what what's a player that um, give me a player that you gonna have your eye on this Saturday at the open practice? Until he passed the, yeah. the uh, conditioning test. I would like to see Ferguson. He looked like a damn man child. He passed the test. Oh, he passed the test? Our only person that passed the test is Hollywood. Because they didn't take it. Okay. All right. Yeah, right. yeah that's who I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see David Cully. David Cully is now the, the wide receiver coach and the um, passing game coordinator for the Ravens. Bobby Ingram is a tight end coach. Yeah. Yeah. So, the reason I want to see David Cully is um, what type of drills is he implementing? Like, what's his 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 uh, attention to details? Like, what is it? Like, what's the focus for him in the receivers? And how much imp, like he's a passing game coordinator, like, and it's a role that he's wanted exclusively for years. So to see what type of creativity they're gonna show us, you know, I don't think, like you said, they're gonna show us a lot, but oh, shit. It, you know, they gonna show us more creativity in the files than they in that playbook. Yeah, um, it might give us a little bit. Run fast. <laughs> You're excited. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah. That's, what I, that's what I'm looking forward to the most. And then hopefully we come back here. Hopefully this, we go through, get through the, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to put it out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. What's all right? All right. <laughs> well, all right. You got anything else to add before we wrap this up? Good. Bet. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at the sideline talk. Old school raw tonight. So from the promo. Well, it's a what's it the re, what's the reunion for? I forgot what it is. Re, Raw reunion, but they promoting Stone Cold. You got Mark Henry, you got Ric Flair, 
You got Hogan. You got Austin. Um, DX. I hope somebody like random pops up. Like they in Florida, so it would be nice to see the Rock pop up. Yeah, so that's what I'm like. I hope that that'd be nice. Mick Foley mess around pop, but I would expect that. Yeah, like I expect to see Godfather in the 24/7 thing for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, yeah. But since Heyman has took over and run Monday Night Raw, I would really like to see Sandman. Make an appearance. RVD. You know what I mean? Like, a couple of the ECW, you know, alums just pop up. That would be kind of cool, too. If I see a Sabu sighting, that would be, I'd go nuts. But, yeah. Yep. So, follow us Instagram, Twitter, uh, Twitter yeah. Facebook, at the Sideline Talk. Take us out. Be blessed. Be productive. Be more. We love you. Your next career move could be your best. Verizon Retail is where people learn, grow, and succeed. We offer the potential to earn up to $50,000 annually and amazing benefits that start on day one. Get perks including half off your wireless phone plan, up to $8,000 per year in tuition assistance, and a 401k match to help you reach your goals. Pursue your ambitions today. Learn more and apply at verizon.com forward slash retail careers.